What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 65 of the Two Something Pinball Podcast. Welcome to Wayne's World. Uh, I I only did four episodes last year, and uh, there is a, uh, well, it's the Pinball Industry Awards, which is now, I think, just called the Pinball Awards. Um, and there is, it's not a, uh, what do you want to call it? It's not a fan choice award. It's a, like, you have to apply, and there are eligibility requirements in order to uh, be able to cast a vote or cast votes um, for the different categories. And um, oddly enough, <laughs> in spite of uh, everything else that I do, the shortest path for me to uh, become a participant in that is through podcasting qualifications. Um, you have to do seven podcasts in a year. I only did four. At the end of last year, I was like, you know what? If I just spam one a day, you know, on the last week, I could cover a couple topics that I wanted to cover and still, uh, you know, then satisfy the requirements to, to apply. And I've, I've done that before. Not, not spamming podcasts. I mean, I know there's no schedule for this thing, but, uh, I have, uh, been a participant in that, uh, awards process, uh, with voting and whatnot in the past. And actually I, <laughs> I was reached out to the first time, the only time I did it so far, and I was just like, oh, I didn't even realize that I qualified, you know, in that method. Um, some of the other ways, uh, well, the only other way that I'm thinking of, I think they've changed some of the requirements, and some of it's, you know, like if you're in the top 100 or top 50 or something like that in the IFPA, you can apply to, to be a participant, but um, as a tournament director you have to put on a tournament of like 40 plus players. And it's like, I've put on like 300 tournaments, <laughs> but I've never had one over 40 players. I mean, the largest tournament I've hosted wasn't even one that I was putting on. It was when the, the Phoenix bells came down to Tisk and we had, we had 20 players. And I think we've had like maybe one or two league events for Tucson pinball league that have only ever been over 20 people. You know, there, we might've had 21 or 20, like once, but I don't even think that's the case. Even when we had over 30 on the roster, I don't think we ever got into the twenties. It was like 18, 19 ish. Um, so anyways, it's just kind of like, well, you know, and as an operator, like I think they're maybe considering doing operator qualifications. Like it's just kind of weird where it's just like, Hmm, the things that I would say, you know, make my qualifications more bona fide than anything else. Like it doesn't even get me on the, on the radar. So whatever we'll do it via podcast. And, uh, so we're going to, we're going to do a little bit of uh 22, 2022. Yeah. That's why is that glad that year's over? Cause that's apparently hard for me to say <laughs> 2022 wrap up and, uh, some 23 goals. So, um, in the past I've done like kind of percentages of coin drop, like how, how games did on location. um, and it wasn't, well, it wasn't even a percentage. It was just kind of like, well, it was of the totals. But um, I'd have to do another, like, step in that because Ghostbusters wasn't on location all year and other games were. And it's like, yeah, then I have to do, like, coin drop by month and then percentage that out so it's not, like, super behind the curtain. And I don't know. I just was like, you know what? Ghostbusters, if it was there all year, it, it would have won. Uh, Metallica would have been two. Um, Iron Maiden doesn't get played enough, you know, sad face. Um, but outside of that, you know, everything, everything got played, um, a pretty, pretty solid amount. You know, there's no, there's no real dogs 
out in the lineup mostly because most of my coin drop comes from tournament players, which, you know, if you look on on any of the, the owners or the operator groups on Facebook or anything, like that's that's not normal. But, you know, welcome to Tucson. So um, the, the carryover from the, the tournament player comment is, you know, there's no dogs because I make you play everything. <laughs> so nothing gets left out. Um, if, if I had a, a large uh, casual player volume, then... You know, maybe other games certainly would start to stand out as being, you know, that doesn't that doesn't get played very much. But uh, when you show up to my events and I'm going to force you to play everything, um, then everything gets played. So it all it all makes sense. It all works out. But um, anywho, so uh, the biggest bummer of last year was when I decided to stop trying to get into state, um, and that was after I I didn't crash and burn, but I severely underperformed for kind of what I was I was needing um at Tracy's birthday event. I had a great time, but um and I will and I I think after I finished that episode I was just like, you know what? I don't know that I said if I would be back next year. That seems kind of harsh and I will most certainly be back next year. Um that was a, a fun event and you know, every every time you go to a unique event like that, you know, maybe, and it's a recurring event year after year, uh, you kind of want to sit there and go, you know, if nothing else, I'd like to do a little better than last time, you know, just to show some sort of progress or, you know, some sort of competency. And uh, yeah, after going, I think I went five and five in the, the Flip Frenzy portion of it, which, ooh, hey, that might have to change because Flip Frenzy is getting totally nuked in 23 by IFPA. Um, but maybe the percentage is so high for the rest of the event that it doesn't matter. Um, I haven't actually sat down to look at that, but, um, I, I totally went 50, 50 on the flip frenzy <laughs> and I was 43rd out of the 40 player cut line. Um, so yeah, one more win, uh, would have put me over, but you know, that's, and I knew it, I knew it and I was, I was doing okay. And then I went, oh, and three, the last three games I played and it's like, well, that's probably bad news. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, so a little bit more of a, the Phoenix side of things. Uh, I did 11 events in Phoenix last year, which that was kind of, that was more than I thought. And I didn't start doing stuff. Well, and, you know, you kind of have to factor in ZapCon and stuff like that. But um, I missed the Starfighters Pin Fest, Pinball Festival, Pin Fest. Ooh, I should have written that down. <laughs> SPF from now on. Um, you know, I missed that because I got COVID. Um, like, I tested positive the day before I was supposed to leave. Two days before I was supposed to leave. No, the day before. Um, and I'll I'll cover that the whole timeline. It's it's not a it's not a very long timeline, but I'll cover that timeline in another episode because I've got some commentary on on some things relating to that and kind of everything ties together. But anyways, I missed I missed SPF because I got COVID, um, and so I did ZapCon Main and Classics, and then I did a couple things at Electric Bat, I did a couple things at Starfighters, and I think everything else pretty much is during the week, and um, it's just a touch over or about two hours for me to get to Chandler from where I am, so anything else is excessive. So yeah, during the week, that's not happening. <laughs> so... Uh, the, the Tucson area folks that live on the northwest side, they uh, they have a little bit of a head start, about a 45-minute head start on me. So uh, some of those guys can make it on the week, on the weekdays, but not me. So anyways, 11 events up in Phoenix and all 20 
uh, ended up on my state card for the year. And there were a couple, uh, let's call them duds, <laughs> because, you know, I think one of the, not the first one, maybe the second uh, Electric Bat event I went to, the Chewy's Knockout, which is a ton of fun. Um, as a four strike, you know, it's it's not that bad of a nervous situation where it's like, as a three strike, um, it's a little bit more concerning when you're like, okay, I drove two hours, I'm here, if I have an excellent day, you know, with a little bit of sarcasm, uh, I could be done in three games and driving back, you know, spend an hour and a half or hour at the location and then four hours plus on the road. It's like, yeah, that's, that's kind of disappointing. But uh, anyway, so I had a middle of the pack finish at electric bat and I think it was about 38 players or so. And I finished 17, 18, 19, something like that. And I got like one and a quarter or one and a half points on that. And it's like, you know, the Phoenix players are just like, yep, that's not making my list. Well, guess what? It made my list because um, I didn't do 20 events up in Phoenix. Uh, so one for reference, one and a half points is like second place at any of my TISC events, right? So the winner is going to get maybe high twos, mid threes. We even had a very low four point event winner. Woohoo! Um, at one of the events, uh, I don't remember what the headcount was. I think it was like 10 or 11 people there, which was, was pretty sweet. And then I think Mike, Mike won that one and he finished with uh 4.11, I think is the points that he got out of that one. So yeah, you know, even a, a not so good day, um, is going to make it on my card because of just the, the points out of Tucson. And, you know, again, it, it always sounds like I'm complaining with this and it's like, that's just the reality of the situation. So you know, after Tracy's thing, I got, I mean, I didn't even need to see the points. I knew ballpark-ish what, what the point count was going to be, and it's going to be way short of what I needed in order to, uh, you know, have a chance for the last one or two events I was going to be able to get to before the year ended. Um, I think at the time I was like 28th. I think the highest I ever got was 26th. I don't think I was 25th, but, and as a super state, go Arizona, um, as a super state, uh, we take the top 24. So that's, that's cool. You know, so when it was 16 before pre super state uh, qualifications, um, top 16, n no, like I wouldn't have even bothered, but 24, yeah, I could do that, you know? Um, and, and I could have still done it with, you know, one more like really, really good result instead of a eh, result. So I had a, what was it? John, John and I tied for second at one of the Starfighter things, and we, we got 18 points out of that. And I got 18 points out of a top three at Electric Bat. You know, so there was some, and that was a almost 60-player event, maybe maybe a little more than that, 58, 62, something like that. Anyways, um, you know, so the potential was definitely there. But uh, I just I just kind of ran out of time and, and ran out of steam. And I was just like, you know what? Uh, the odds are, are not forever in my favor at this point <laughs> so but there was some good that came out of uh heading up to phoenix um i broke the top 1000 for the first time ever yay um if you if you're a long time listener you'll remember a couple of years ago that was actually a goal of mine um and this was pre-massive phoenix expansion so um my my best opportunities for doing that uh we're going to come from regional and national tournaments you know like doing doing better at pinberg doing well or better at indisc attending indisc um you know stuff like that um but yeah i i broke the top 1000 uh i think the highest i got was about 850 
Um, IFPA officially says my highest spot is 900, and that's because that's not on a day-to-day basis that they record that. That is at the end of the month. So at the end of my best month, uh, after I'd gone up to Phoenix and done well, I think I needed a second pretty good performance. I think my first, my Starfighter one, um, that put me, you know, really close to breaking it, and then things kind of held out, and then that third place up at Electric Bat is what, what kind of put me over the edge. So um, officially, it's 900. It was a little better than that, but I'll take it. Um, so that was cool. Um, I, I looked right now. I think I'm at 979 or something like that. So yeah, by by February, I'll be out of the top 1,000 again, but uh, that's kind of kind of the way it goes. Um, yeah, so let's see. So for, for 23, uh, the, the tournament plan for Arizona is to stay local more considerably. Um, you know, the perpetual goal is to just try to grow the local events, grow the headcount, you know, stuff like that. Try, where are you pinheads? There's a million people in Tucson Metro. Um, and I'm getting eight. I love my eight guys that show up, eight guys and gals. And that, you know, we probably have a pool of maybe 12 or so. You know, because sometimes people can make it and sometimes they can't. And, you know, if everybody made it, I think it might be 12. But, uh, you know, we, we get eight pretty pretty consistently now. Um, you know, and that's that's great. I, I always will appreciate uh, the people that are coming out. But, like I said, there's a million people around here. You know, I, I'm sure I can talk a few more into playing. <laughs> so, um, Hot Rods has done well. Uh, Hot Rods is a little bit more of a casual uh, coin drop situation because there's actual casual foot traffic. You know, at Tisk, you're either going there to play hockey. They don't do soccer anymore, although they're starting to do youth soccer again. So that's been really weird. They've been closed Saturdays, which has been um, – it, it's been kind of weird because Tucson Pinball League has always been a first Saturday of the month thing, and now when we go to Tisk, it's got to be on Sunday because they're not open on Saturday. But they're opening back up with uh, some youth soccer. It's kind of a trial thing. Um, and so we're going to see how that goes and hopefully that turns into a, you know, week in, week out, uh, open on Saturdays and people can go play. And, uh, let's see. So Hot Rods has been doing pretty well. Um, started a novice, I called it a series cause I didn't really want to call it a league, but, uh, it's, it is a, <laughs> it is a, a league at this point and we're going to do that again in 23, um, opened up the dates. I think I added two more months just cause I had the idea kind of mid mid year last year and, you know, would have been about that long had I, had I thought of it sooner, but, um, anyway, so, uh, let's see. And then there's one more thing, um, I want to do at hot rods and I really want to do like a high school or the Vale school district. I want to do like a high school tournament and kind of format it similar to the way I run city. And, um, just kind of get a sign-up list and have, like, a guaranteed spot of, like, two spots per school and then kind of fill in everything based on, like, maybe a random uh, random selection so that it doesn't, you know, one school gets gets the alert and they sign up first day. So, you know, everybody on the wait list, the top five people on the wait list is all from one school because they were all, you know, paying attention. Um, you know, I don't really want to do it in a way that, that kind of cuts people out just because maybe they got the information a day later or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd really like to do that because I think that would, uh, maybe get a little bit more interest and attention from high school age group. And, uh, I think the type of personality or interest that would show up when sign up for a pinball tournament, um, is, is 
probably, you know, the the kind of kind of guys I play with on a regular basis anyways, you know, they're kind of kind of into games and I don't expect the the quarterback to show up that at the pinball tournament, but you know what, if he does, um, you know, that'd be cool too and and if he's good even better. You know, but uh, I I certainly expect it to be more along the the engineering, the finance, you know, the numbers types of folks that are into video games and you know, watching Twitch streams and, and stuff like that. You know, if there's a stock market club, maybe they'll be interested in pinball too because numbers are fun, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'd really like to do that just to kind of get, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, younger attention and just to kind of see what kind of attendance we can get and try to hype that up a little bit. So um, up in Phoenix, uh, my big plans are to go to Zapcon, SPF, and to Tracy's birthday event. And... I think that's probably going to be it. So unless Zapcon's going to be the earliest event. No, Zapcon and SPF are, are both earlier events. Um, if I do really, really well at one of those, and it's kind of like, well, you know what? If I kind of try, I have, you know, I could totally do this. Then, you know, we'll see. Plans can change. But for now, I um, want to hit the big three up in Phoenix. Uh, and then I've got a couple on my list for out-of-state stuff that I want to do as well. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. We're, we're just kind of gearing up. Uh, I just submitted all my stuff. Um, well, IFPA submitted all my stuff a month ago. I just put them into my Google calendar, uh, yesterday and it's like, oh my gosh, I play a lot of pinball, but it's like, yeah, but that's, you know, a year is long. <laughs> it's, it's really not that many dates that I entered yesterday. So, um, yeah, just really excited uh, about what's to come. Um, got to hang Ben's banner, actually got to order Ben's banner. Um, because Ben won the, uh, the city championship a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's how we close out our stuff down in Tucson. And so I gotta, gotta get his banner ordered. And once that arrives, then we can hang it up at, at Tisk. And, um, that might be the last banner that can fit in the row where we've got stuff right now. <laughs> so we might have to figure out a new place to put all that stuff. So, um, we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes, but uh, anyways, yeah, so really excited about 23. I think 22 was, it was a little bit of a step down um, as far as coin drop, total coin drop, you know, from 21, interestingly enough. But um, I think I know why, and it's it's mostly because of roller hockey tournaments at TISC that out-of-towners were coming to, and they they hosted two more last year than they typically do. Um, so I think that was literally the difference between the two years, and that's not a recurring thing. It just so happened that, you know, logistically it had to be not where they were, so they were held at Tucson. Um, so you pick up two of those, you get a whole bunch of kids running around the rink, and you, you'd hope that games are going to get played. So um, outside of that, I think 22 is, was successful. It was steady. Um, you know, at least it wasn't a decline in, <laughs> in, in many of the metrics. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, that's kind of it. And I know I'm just kind of like hemming and hawing as we as we kind of close out the show. But um, that's kind of all I got. And, yeah, we'll do more than four episodes this year. So uh, stay tuned to that and party on. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. It's Wayne's World. Wayne's World.